Hello, on this week's Small Business Conversations podcast, we discuss the importance of pricing your services and products correctly. In recent weeks, we've seen many articles in the media reporting on PPE procurement scandals related to overpricing, which made me think that we might need a few lessons on what is the right way to price products and services for small businesses. I am your host, Melita Ngalungulu, and this week we are joined by Taryn Nal, the director at Snapshot. Snapshot is a fintech operator which helps entrepreneurs compare profitability of their businesses to industry peers. Taryn, it's a pleasure to have you join us. So please tell us about the financial analytics system which you have created to assist small businesses with their pricing. Hamlita, thanks for the invite. It's a pleasure to be on the show. Uh, SME Snapshot is a financial analytics dashboard that helps SMEs get a better understanding of their financial ratios and what their business is doing in real time. So essentially, as the accountant is busy doing their bookkeeping, the information has been pulled up straight from the accounting platform into SME Snapshot, and then the entrepreneur can get a much better feel of where their company is going and are there strategies actually in place to help them, you know, are the things they have in place making sense? So that's essentially what it is. It's a real-time analytics dashboard that gives coaches, mentors, SMEs uh, an opportunity to see what they're doing, how they compare against their peers in real time. Is this an expensive software or is it affordable for most SMEs? It's incredibly affordable. What we've done is we didn't want to exclude any SME. The idea is Data like this is often very pricey. So we've we built the product and it's literally 100 rand a month and it gives real-time analytics. Stuff you normally pay an advisor, a coach, thousands a month for. You can now see in real-time by your bookkeeper just actually doing your books. How long has the software been in existence? We originally built it on an Excel template as we always do with these things and it's been live now for about just over 18 months. And we're busy expanding into the market via um, accounting firms and uh, funders as well who want to use it in order to assist SMEs to get funding because now they can see that the actual product gives them real-time financials. Having a pricing strategy is something that's very important when you have your own business. So what reasons would you say that this is of utmost importance, especially during a time such as COVID-19 when most businesses are cash-strapped? Yes, the pricing is definitely key. And it's also important to remember the sector you're playing in because people, especially the entrepreneurs, they need to understand pricing for sort of like a manufacturing or a retail business is different to like a a business that sells time, like accounting or where you're actually consulting. So it's crucial to understand pricing because pricing is not just the, the RAND value, but also the additional value you give to clients. So if you have a physical product, obviously there's a cost to that product. You might make enhancements to it and you might have to move it from a point to point to get it to clients or pick it up from um, a distributor. All of those factors must be taken into account when you're pricing your product. What margin you want to know, because the key here is understanding the profitability on each uh, sort of line item, because when you stand in front of a client, especially now during COVID where money's tight and they say, can you give me a better price? The quicker you can understand that if I'm making 10 Rand and I can tell the client, I can drop the price by X and immediately I still know I'm making 8 Rand or 7 Rand or 6 Rand. So that's key. So you can almost answer the questions immediately because 
in this entrepreneurial space, things move fast. So if you have to go back and go work out a quote for three weeks, you've lost the sale. So mm. understanding your pricing is important. And then also for people who sell time, uh, consultants, lawyers, accountants, we've worked out that we, on average, if you take away your leave and your sick days and things like that, you've got about 1,600 hours a year that you have to sell your time. That's the time you have available. So if you want to earn X number of um, rands a year, divide that by 1,600 hours and see where you fit on the scale. So it is quite important to understand that because you'll find that if you use the attorney as an example, you find some attorneys charging 15, 16,000 rand an hour and you think, my word, how can that even be possible? But that is the, the fact. Obviously, experience builds into it and things like that. But as a startup person, you might think, well, I'm starting up. I don't have much experience. So I know the industry average might be 400 rand an hour. Maybe I should come in at 250 until I get a few more clients under my belt. But then how that price also comes into place, I have an office to rent. I've got a car I have to drive backwards and forwards, things like that. And you build those costs into that price. And then you can see, but hold on, at 350 rand an hour, I don't make any money. So mm. clearly I can't be 350 rand an hour. And that's why it's important. So the key with pricing is understanding the costs that make up the price and then your margin above that. And your margin is generally where you can play with the clients. Um, we always tell um, small and medium enterprises that we advise, go in at a much higher price, uh, definitely. So you've got space now to actually and reduce your pricing when the clients are asking you, mm. you know, maybe for a discount or things like that. The business environment is very competitive. So how does one avoid price wars? This is something that um, entrepreneurs struggle with a lot because they always fear that maybe I'm overpriced or maybe I'm not, I'm not pricing enough, things like that. So what we find is a, a lot of entrepreneurs tend to sort of err on the side of caution and don't charge really enough money. They should really be charging more. But so how you avoid a price war, so effectively – You've got to set your values. You've got to set as an entrepreneur, what are you selling and what are the value adds? Because customers are always moving up and down the price range. There are always wealthy people whose circumstances have changed or large companies whose um, income have changed and they're now moving down the price scale because they're looking for cheaper you know, suppliers or cheaper service providers. And of course, on the other side of the scale, you have companies which are growing and people who are actually becoming wealthier and it's going the other way around. I don't want to deal with a 300 rand an hour person because I feel I should be dealing with a 1,000 rand an hour person. Mm. So these people are moving up and down the price range all the time. So we've always found is that if you can find your value and people pay price, but they buy value, you know, and that's quite important because then if you start equating back the time, uh, some sort of calculator, if at 1,000 rand an hour, I have no time to do all the work, the way you change that is you either put your prices up some of the clients will fall off, which wouldn't make a difference because now you've got more time and you're being paid more. So your RAND value is not changing that you're earning. Same with your products. Um, you know, different sectors of the market, some areas of the market won't pay the 35 RAND for a cappuccino. Other sectors of the market are quite happy to pay 70 RAND a cappuccino. And you just got to find where you're going to fit into that. And of course, if it's value, if your cappuccino comes with a slice of cake, and a nice view of the ocean, you don't mind paying 70 rand on the cappuccino. So it gives you an idea in terms of that. So price war 
really comes into a place where you've got large retailers who are literally trying to drive feet in and out of um, because they need lots and lots of volume. But we found mostly on the entrepreneurial space, you don't find a lot of the smaller players engaging in price wars. Mm. Now, we are aware that SMEs do tend to overprice when quoting for the government. In your view, why is that? And how can we actually move away from this um, behavior? I actually want to um, sort of change the actual misnomer here. SMEs generally don't overprice when quoting anybody, including the government. What you find is they are opportunists. And opportunists always overprice because they generally have an inside hand where they are informed that what you're asking for, we can pay more. So rather drive up your price. And you see this in the corporate world as well. You might know somebody that works in the company and, they, and you're going for a quote. And our personal example I've got, when I started actually consulting early days, I was dealing only with small and medium enterprises. And then a large corporate asked me to quote. And when I prepared my quotes, I went to a friend of mine who who actually deals with the large corporates, and he said, there's no ways, your price is too low. Corporates are expecting a higher price. Mm. And, I, and I had to literally triple my price. And not in the sense that I wanted to charge the client more, but, but they would take me seriously and actually give me the business. So if you're looking at the, what we're seeing now with COVID tenders and stuff, that's pure opportunism. People know they can get away with it. Generally, you're finding what with, with SMEs is that they're actually underpricing. And this is obviously a lot of reason why SMEs fold and they don't make their cash flow properly and things like that, because they're so scared they don't get the work that they're actually underpricing. So they need to get a better understanding of the pricing market and things like that. So where you find overpricing, especially in the government environment, um, SMEs have been pretty much forced into padding their prices to pay bribes or pay an entrance fee or it's family. So we'll get the money anywhere. It doesn't matter how much we price. And that's unfortunately affects the proper entrepreneurs. You know, we've got to separate them away from the actual opportunists in that space. Because you always hear the stats, nine out of 10 uh, small and medium enterprises fail in their first year. And that's the very reason is they're underpricing themselves and the actual service. Now, Taryn, how does one even start with the marketing study, basically, of your industry? Let's say that I am in PR, and obviously, how do I know what my peers in the industry are actually charging? So generally, what happens is, and this comes up quite a lot, there's very few unique innovations. It's not every day someone comes and invents the iPhone. Everything's uh, sort of um, iteration on something before. So you see all the number of pizza shops, so you see the number of uh, PR firms, as, as you're saying, as an example. So generally, we sort of move in, either we had a job at a company doing something similar, we've broken off into our own firm. So we've got a feel of what they're doing. So get on the internet. The internet is gold. And just go and covertly through your Gmail email address and go and say, hi, I'd like a quote for your service, please. And the hungry entrepreneur or the hungry other business out there is quoting you and now you know exactly what they're charging, what the breakdown is, all that type of stuff. And then you can fit within that space. The truth, however, is that if you're unable to do the work, that's always going to come back and bite you. So the idea is to get an average pricing that's easily available through things like the internet now. Back 15 years ago, before we had access to internet as, as we do now, it was much harder. But nowadays, it's easy. You can contact a whole bunch of competing firms. You can get a good average. You can sort of get a feel where you fit in that space. Would you be able to charge that price? Can you compete with those services? And that'll determine from there. And obviously, as your workload increases, so you can increase your prices, 
Or you might feel, no, no, I'm happy with my pricing. You increase your staff, complement and grow your business. And of course, the quality of the service, the value adds, your business then grows accordingly. So price is important in terms of cash flow to pay for expenses, but value is way more important in terms of the actual customer offering. Because we've seen it everywhere. I mean, if you look, even just go to one of, one of the malls, two simple examples. Um, you want to go up, buy a pair of jeans, Edgar's, you can buy a pair of jeans for 300 Rand. Levi's right across the aisle, 1,500 Rand. Essentially the same in material, but we pay more because we believe in the value of the other one. And that's exactly the same thing with SMEs. That value is what people pay for. Mm. Tarin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been a pleasure having a chat and being on your show. That was Taryn Nell, the director at Snapshot, an SME fintech company that assists small businesses with accounting tools. Listen again next week to the Small Business Conversations podcast with me, Milita Ngalongulu. To listen to our other podcasts, go to moneyweb.co.za and the MoneyWeb app. Follow MoneyWeb News on Twitter, Facebook and LinkedIn for updates.